welcome back to Dungeons and Drama Nerds, a podcast where we explore the intersection of tabletop role-playing games and theater. This is our fourth installment of Of Mice and Monsters, a module written by Matthew Minichino. We rejoin the party in Bart Lovelace's laboratory, a very sort of stereotypical laboratory filled with jars of brains and scrolls and a, uh, a large pit of psionic energy. Um, so as you are entering the room, you see sort of all of this, all of this lab equipment on the sides of the room, jars of brains, these sort of arms that are meant to pull the brains off the shelves. You see scrolls and these sort of strange glass cylinders that have sparking masses of blue energy trapped inside. And then further into the room, uh, you see the ground narrows into a 10 foot wide bridge leading to a central dais. And then you see two similar bridges leading off to the left and the right. So it's sort of shaped like a T. Um, in the middle of the dais, you see this like kind of strange chrome cylinder that appears to be sort of vibrating at a very rapid speed, but at the same time, it's being held in space as though it's sort of holding something powerful and desperate to emerge. Um, on the dais, you see two buttons, one green and one blue, and then sort of standing near the bridge closest to you, you see a familiar sounding gnome with buck teeth and white hair and small spectacles wearing a leathery apron, kind of staring at you blankly. Did, did you say he was a f- familiar sounding gnome? A, per, a gnome that matches a description that you have heard from many people. Well, oh. He doesn't, he is not making a noise that is familiar to you. Because I was looking forward to hearing that noise. He's not making any noise. He's just sort of standing there. And he matches the description of Bart, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. So he he's standing there and he's looking around the room at a very kind of rapid speed. Like he when he notices you, his eyes grow wide and his shoulders kind of rise up to his ears. And he looks at you sort of transfixed, still kind of moving his head a little bit. Yeah. In, in a way that doesn't seem entirely human. Entirely oh. human. Yeah. Got it. Well, okay. this makes sense. He's a gnome. He's a gnome. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't seem entirely gnomish either. Does it seem like a mouse? Does he seem like a mouse? Mouse-like? He sure does. He does. He seems like a mouse. So that's the mouse, you guys. That's the one that was on the cave. The white one. Yes, his little friend. Yes. Ha. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. So we've been given all of this information right now. There's arcane, sort of like a pool of arcane energy over which this bridge and dais are are, are held or whatever, are are over them yeah um okay are the arms moving is there anything else happening besides this like whirring vibrating dynamic thing in the over the central dais and bart no there's nothing else moving um the arms are stationary um there's bart kind of standing near uh near the first bridge and then this sort of vibrating cylinder in the middle that is all that is going on right now and bart has seen us correct Yes. And he's okay. not doing anything specifically. All right. So we should go up. I'm going to, I mean. We speak to him. Yeah. Hey, buddy. He just kind of looks at you feeling a little bit of panic and doesn't seem sure what to okay. do. Oh, oh, we calm him. Can we calm him down? Yeah. It, yeah. Everything's okay. Everything's good. No, no, we're not here to harm. There's no reason to fear us. We just want to talk to you, Bart. Are you Bart? Um, he doesn't seem to. He he starts squeaking, um, but you aren't able to sort of figure out what he's trying to say. Uh, all right, hold on a second. So so okay, all right. I'm smart enough to figure this out. So like, so this guy likes animals, has an animal pet. We've been seeing this mouse the whole time wants to make a whole bunch of other animals smart as well. And now he's here acting like a mouse. When we had a mouse that was showing us around, that mouse, we couldn't speak to like it was an animal because it wasn't an animal. It was Bart. (gasps) Eh? I might be an idiot. Wait, 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 wait. So I would say that you're not an idiot, though you are dumb. That's nice. Um, yeah. Um, uh, name calling. Is it necessary? 
I didn't call him a name. I described him. Oh. Zola. Excuse me. I wasn't offended. I mean, should I have been offended? No, dummy. See, now that's name calling. Oh. See, that's name calling. Well, I... I kind of see them as the same thing. Maybe I'm a little sensitive. <laughs> well, um, okay. I, I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't mean to hurt you either, Chadrick. Um, I just sort of wanted to honor your statement about sure. being an idiot and yeah. say that you're not an idiot, but you are kind of dumb. Sure. That said. Oh, right. We saw him as a mouse and he could not speak to us because he was Bart. Yeah. But now that we're seeing him as Bart and he still can't speak to us, are we to believe that could this possibly not be Bart, but could it be the mouse Yeah. The changed mouse into Bart? The brain. Yes. This makes sense to me. It's just his essence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think so. The essence of the mouse or the essence of Bart? Who the can speak Bart to animals? And the mouse? I I can. Can yes. you speak to Can you speak to Bart for us? We, we we can try it again. I th- I think right. I mean, I feel like it might work. Oh, and you see, like you see, Chadrick just sort of like think hard, and it looks like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I can't do it. I can't do it, but if anybody can speak to animals, now seems like I I can send out I can send out something. There's a community You can cast I the can speak cast with animal spell. spell. Ooh. Um how sure. does it how what music makes that spell happen? Um I think last time we also we used um Beyonce, but I couldn't remember any songs. Um <laughs> So we'll go back into Beyonce because we'll stick with it and say, um, what do I remember offhand? If I was a boy. Oh, yes. That's that's what you get from me right now. I'm mysterious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you as you sing and cast your and cast your spell, you find yourself um, able to sort of tune in um, and you feel a connection to to Bart um, that was not there before. Your song is opening it up for us, Zola. Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. What is he saying? Uh, what are you saying, Bart? Speak to me, please. Uh, hi. I, I'm, you can call uh, me Zola. Hi. Um, hi, I'm not Bart. Oh, who are you? Thalamus. Thalamus? Uh, yeah. Great, Thalamus. Uh, uh, um, we're, these, these are me and my friends. We're here not to harm you. We're looking for some questions. Would you consider speaking to us? I don't really know a lot, but okay. Well, can you start with what you know? I don't want to bombard you. So tell me what you know. What are the things that feel right to you? My best friend did science on me and now everything's weird. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's a lot. Uh, um, okay. Um, where is your best friend? Um, you see him kind of look around for a second and then point. And at this moment, you see the mouse run up between all of you and run up onto Bart's shoulder. The is, mouse, you're Bart. Is is the mouse Bart? Your best friend who's done all these things to you? Yeah, I did. It was okay. I wasn't mad about it. You're, just to be clear. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Are you still friends? Yes. Oh, oh, great. Okay, great. Great. Beautiful. Okay, so how can we help? What can we do for you right now? What do you need? You see him look over to the mouse and they kind of look at each other for a second. And then the mouse hops off and runs on the bridge towards the middle and then hangs a right. Oh, we're following. We follow. Let's follow him. We okay. follow. You are. Okay. Thalamus, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll see you. Thank you. Oh, come. Are you coming? Are you coming? Yeah. He, he follows oh, you. Oh, perfect. He's coming. Come, 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 come. Okay. We as go. you, as you start to run, um, can I have everyone make a perception check for me? Oh, oh man. Oh, 20. Ah. Good start. Ooh. Ooh. Natural <laughs> 20. Nice. I got a nine. Uh, rolling. Got a one. <laughs> oh. Gavin also got a one and has a minus one modifier for a total of zero. Wow. So Sriracha and Gavin book it 
Um, and Chadrick is, is close behind focus. They're all really focused on, okay, what's going on? What are we, what are we seeing? Um, and I'll get to what Zola sees in just a second. Um, you all kind of hang the right. And as you get further onto, as you get onto the bridge, you see sort of the rest of what this room contains. Um, there's a chamber on either side of that central platform. Um, on the, in the uh, left chamber, you see this enormous silver cylinder. It's 10 feet tall. It is vibrating in a very similar way to the cylinder in the middle, um, just much larger. And you sort of get uh, a glance at this thing that is sort of riddled with wires and cables and, and moving in a kind of unnerving way. But as you turn right, you enter sort of a chamber that has a wire laden device that is sort of throbbing with energy as well. Um, it has a small glass box with a door on the side on its left and a gurney to its right. Uh, Zola, as you're as you are following with uh, with Thalamus, um, you notice on the floor in the left chamber, there's a circle of light that appears and it there's sort of shafts of light coming up out of the ground and it appears as though there's some kind of figure materializing in that space. Um, can I speak to it? Um, it doesn't appear to be like a full person yet. You just, you see there is some kind of being that appears to be teleporting into the space. So we're all, while this is happening, so the three of us just keep following the mouse to the right. Probably. Absolutely. Unless Zola says anything. That's what I'll do. All right. So you arrive in the right chamber uh, and you see this sort of device. Yeah, it it appears very, very strange. Um, but yes, it has uh, a box on one side, a gurney on the other, and some kind of device in the center. Perhaps this is the way we can switch Bart and the, Bart and the mouse's mind back. Yeah, where's the mouse? The mouse is um, just kind of standing with you all. Well. Um, and as you're as you're having this conversation, you hear a voice ring out into the space. Halt! Whoa. Who said that? And I as take out my friggin' warhammer. You take out your warhammer. Um, you see appearing in the in the space um, on the on the left side next to the sort of big silver cylinder um, in the teleportation circle. You see Taffeta. We went right. She's over there on the left. Yeah, and she's standing in this sort of teleportation circle-looking mechanism, and she yells, You fools! You've fallen right into my trap! My friend Bart here discovered a rift between planes linking the prime material plane home to idiots like you all, and the far realm home to beings of incredible power like my master Volthoom. Excuse me. One second, Taffeta. The only she puts her hands on her hips. here is Chadrick Bosley. Yeah! How dare you, what? Taffeta? Hey. How very dare you? How very well, dare I'm by far the smartest being in this room anyway, so... We'll just see about that, won't we? Who okay. are you? Well, I am the one who very craftily convinced Bart to allow me access to the gnaw and the material plane in exchange for my help studying psionics. I also gave him the blueprints for this psionic core, a well of endless energy that could power his silly little experiments with, hmm, what did you call it, Bart? Brain magic? This silly little man let me in and I used his brain switching device against him, rendering him helpless. You've been looking a little mousy recently, Bart. I've been worried about you. Hold then I devoured Miss Loamhedge's brain and took on this form to hire silly bands of swaggering adventurers to investigate this lab and feed my master. Now that you've been all caught up, I believe it's dinner time. Hold At this on, point. Taffeta. I need to ask you one question. She puts her hands back on her hips. What are psionics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know what that is. I think psionics is a, is a little advanced for you. Sriracha, I know what that You'll is. You'll see in just a moment. Wait, was that in character? Yeah. Yes, that was that was as tough. That was not me. (laughs) I will jump through this Zoom screen. No, I love you very much. (laughs) I would never say that to you. You No, I know. uh, We know. uh, I know what that is. But anyway, are you going to fight us right now? Taffet, are you trying to fight us right now? 
Um, as you say that, you see her form start to melt away, revealing a tall humanoid with mottled purple skin and a large cranium whose face curls into several tentacles and whose fingers are very long and spindly. Um, and triumphantly, they crow, I am Kosh, proud servant of Volthum, the worm that thirsts in the night. Uh, they raise their hands overhead and lower them again, tearing large holes in the very fabric of reality through which several dark forms begin to emerge. Oh, hell um, no. Oh, this is some bullshit. Nick, can you roll a d4 for me? That's either good or bad because I rolled a four. Excellent. Um, at this point, I would also love everyone to roll initiative. And then initiative. Eight, nine, ten. Seven. I rolled an 18. A natural 20 for 23 <gasps> for Gavin. Gavin, the glorious. Done. Yay. Oh, it's good. The, it's good the fighters are going first. <laughs> So as they sort of lift their arms up and tear holes in the very fabric of reality, you see three creatures sort of crawl out of out of those rifts. Um, you see three sort of weird kind of amorphous blobs that are just covered in mouths and eyes. And they land on the bridge and start to crawl towards oh, you all. Oh, God. Are those gibbering mouthers? Are you fucking throwing gibbering mouthers at us right now? God damn it. Okay. Mm. Uh, that's not in character that's just me going like fuck (laughs) (laughs) I know what that is and that's bad so just to reestablish where we all are I think Zola are you standing on the in the right chamber with everybody else um I'm I thought I was to the left with the circle okay so you're standing you're standing near the teleport Mm -hmm. so you're standing like up in with everybody else okay and then everybody else is in the other chamber with the brain device, um, including Bart and the mouse. Um, How far would you like is, just roughly what's the distance? Each bridge is 10 feet and then the center platform is another 10 feet. So you are about 30, 30 feet, feet away, away from them. Zola, you are about five feet away from them. Thank you for leading the charge. Thank you. Stay alive. Um, awesome. It is Gavin's turn. So about 30 feet away from them, and there's three of the mouth things, and also the mind flare. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I am, Gavin will draw his rapier and say, you may have bitten off more than you can chew with this trap. I forgot her name. What's her actual name? Taffeta. No, uh, no something else. Mind flare name. Oh, Kosh. Kosh. You may have bitten off more than you can chew in this particular trap, Kosh. And Gavin will make an arcane gesture and send a firebolt at the nearest gibbering mouther. Uh, that is a... That is a 22 to hit. Nice. Dealing three points of fire damage. Which is sad. And then Gavin will stride forward 20 feet, drawing his rapier. And right. stand uh, ready awesome. to do combat. That is glorious, Gavin. Thank yeah, you, I, I try. I'd like to compliment <laughs> you on that. It is Sriracha's turn. Wow, so on your turn, my surprise to find that there are actually turns in this game. Okay, um, hi, uh, I'm p- going to pull my greatsword because it's great and also it's a great sword. And I am going to step forward to try to save Gavin and Zola. I'm going to go towards the mouth gibbering thing. Do I need to roll anything? Yeah. Do you want to make a roll an attack? Hell yeah. I want to roll an attack. Amazing. Uh, So roll your 20. Okay. Can I roll it again? Because I rolled pretty low. (laughs) You can. You cannot. I just want to know if that's okay. Because I will. Uh, um, Tell tell me what the. So add the number next to your greatsword. Um, whatever the modifier is next to it. Thank you so much. It's a 10 total. 10 total hits. That is, yeah, I, I rolled a five and I have a plus five. So, you did You did great. You hit it. So I'm going to hit it 10 times. Can I hit it and quit it like I'm so good at doing? You can roll two of your D6s. 
and add those together and then add five to it. And that is the damage that you do. D6. So, two so of that's the... a six-sided die. Yes. So I'm going to roll that. Twice. Twice. Two plus five, seven. Seven plus another five, you do 12 damage. And are you attacking the same one that Gavin attacked? Um. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, how do we know how Gavin did? <laughs> do we know how Gavin did when he attacked that one? You saw a little moat of fire hit the hit the creature and it kind of winced, but didn't appear to. Oh yeah, I'm attacking that same one because nobody messes with Gavin. He's glorious. You do. You strike a mighty blow against the gibbering mouther. Yeah. Take that, um, gibbering mouther. It is Zola's turn. Uh, Chadrick is on deck. Um. So I'd like to um, use my cloud of daggers, if possible, please. It is possible. Wonderful. What would you? Where do you want to put it? Um, can I try the two that are left? I I don't know. Okay, so you can pick um a five foot space, mm-hmm. and in that space where whatever is standing in that space, um, they take damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can sort of just pick a a space. Five feet. That, How do I know where they yeah. are to me? Do I go closer? Can I go in? Can I go into five feet? Do I like where? I would not recommend standing in your cloud of daggers. Um, you can so you can put it anywhere within sixty feet that you can see. Um, it is a cube, five feet on each side. So I can place the cube. Yeah, you can put it wherever you want. So you could put Super. it in the space of where someone's standing. Can I put it in the space of where one or two of these creatures are? What are they called? G- g- gibbery, gibbering mouthers. Gibbering mouthers. Wow. Hmm. Mm. That yes, you area, can you can put there, it there there yeah awesome so you you conjure a cloud of daggers and it is on do you want to put it on the one that's already damaged or one of the other two can I one of the other two and try to get as many of them weak as possible at the same time yeah, yeah. absolutely awesome so you do that a cloud of daggers appears whirling around damage damage all of in all of in awesome. So it is Chadrick's turn. Okay. So seeing this really quickly, uh, they're all kind of, everybody's kind of clumped together right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, sort of on the further bridge, you see Gavin and or in the in the kind of the middle, getting onto the further bridge, you see Gavin and Sriracha fighting the gibbering mouthers, um, and then Kasha's standing over on the other side next to with Zola. Zola. Um, uh, is it possible for me to get to Kosh without yeah. taking any attacks of opportunity from the gibbering mouthers? You would take attacks of opportunity from two from of them. Two of them. Okay. In that case, I'm not going to run all the way up. I am, however, going to run up to at least engage with one of the other ones that the other two boys aren't fighting right now. Uh, okay. and I'm going to cast Bane. And so uh, you, uh, as I, I like pull out my Warhammer as I start running over and I start singing, um, um, I came in like a wrecking ball. Turn up it, oh no. I don't know the words to this one, uh, but as it works. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, so up to three creatures of my choice must make a charisma saving throw. Oh I'm, my gosh. I am choosing. Uh, the uh, I'm choosing Kash, and I'm choosing um, the two unharmed gibbering mouthers. Okay. Uh, first, or let's do Kash first. That is 19. That uh, saves. Uh, eight. Fail. One. Fail. Okay, the two gibbering mouthers fail. Okay. Um, and they have a take a minus d4 to all of their attacks and saves yeah all at uh, minus uh, d4 minus to all their attack rolls and um yes that's what happens uh great and then uh otherwise as a bonus action i'm going to um i'm going to sing a little ditty and uh provide my one bardic inspiration to uh to nizola um no Kuzola. which it, it'll be like come original you got to come original or something like that and uh <laughs> uh so you receive a d6 yeah right that's what it is no idea what's happening but cool you get a a die that you can add to an attack or a saving throw or damage Um, rolls or damage rolls because you're a valor bard bard. 
So you can just add it to any sort of roll you need in the next on your turn or whatever, even if it's a save. So if you need to make a dice roll and you feel like it's too low, you can add that die to it and make it higher. Friend. Thank you. That's what bards are for. Aww. Ah! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) They're like dodge out of the way of some fucking gibbering mouther. Okay, awesome. It is Kasha's turn. They're going to do a mind blast. So I need... That sounds bad. What does that look like? uh, They're going to put their their fingers to their temples, um, and there's just a rippling wave of psychic energy that radiates out. I need everyone to make an intelligence saving throw. Ooh. The gibbering mouthers are also going to make this save because Kosh does not care about them. 17, you succeed. 16. 14. 16, 14? Gavin got an 8. An 8? Okay. Um, Chadrick, our two bards succeed, and the two fighters uh, do not succeed. Um, And they are going to take... Even though I rolled a 14? You needed a 15. (gasps) Oh! And uh, did, did the gibbering mouthers... They, I'm going to do that in a second. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, you all take uh, nine points of psychic damage, ah! and you are stunned. And we're stunned, you said? And you are stunned. Oh, no. So you are unable to do anything until you fight off um, the psychic energy that is kind of paralyzing you. Uh, remember the um, remember the D4s? Uh, were, are, these are saving throws, so you gotta, you got to minus those D4s for those gibbering mouthers. Hell yeah. Uh, awesome. So it's a failure, failure, failure. Uh, awesome. Nice. I rolled that 14, but I think my intelligence modifier is plus two. Oh, then you succeed. You don't take that damage and you aren't stunned. Hell yeah. Awesome. Just thank you. Stupid thank, you for, Gavin. thank you for checking on that. Now, <laughs> Poor Gavin. and that right there is Kevin R. Free understanding Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> is it though? Is it? We've seen it, That's it. live. There That's some, the whole game. <laughs> there are some behind the scenes things that you don't know about. The first gibbering mouther, um, the one that was engaged with Gavin and Sriracha, kind of withers and falls into the pit of psychic energy. Mm. The two look very, very bad. Um, uh, okay, it is the Giver Mouther's turn. The first, the one in the cloud of daggers is going to take some damage from Nokuzola's spell um, because it's starting its turn in the cloud. Um, could you roll um, four d4s for me? Uh, uh, Twelve. Uh, sorry, eleven. 12 eleven. Eleven total. Um, the Giver Mouther in the cloud of daggers also kind of shrieks. And withers into, uh, into the into the psionic Slash pit. to the ribbon. <laughs> it's all because we don't Incredible. know what psionics are. <laughs> I do know. I do know what psionics are. Okay, so you are hearing um, from the mouths on the gibbering mouther. Um, you hear all of this kind of terrifying uh babbling coming out of of the mouths but it is not affected you yet right Um, because i'm not stunned sure that's exactly why (laughs) Um, uh it is going to so this one is engaged with chadrick um so it's going to attempt to bite chadrick oh no no chadrick is is dumb but you're not gonna mess with chadrick is a 16 to hit uh i i have my shield up so i have it is an 18 Ooh, okay. So it's bite it bites your shield and kind of gnaws on it for a second and you and you bump it away. Yeah. Um and it is going to also use its blinding spittle. Um so it is going to spit a glob of light towards Gavin and Sriracha. Gross. Oh um, shit. That's that coronavirus so you see this, like bringing that in. You're bringing that into the game. Everything is purposeful. Um, so you see this kind of big glob of yellow acid explode in this flash of blinding light around you. I need both of you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. I got a 15 and my modifier is zero on that. What a treat. You succeed. Uh, How about Gavin? Gavin got... Gavin failed. Uh, I was what just looking Gavin? to see whether the stunning affected it, but I rolled a three on the dice. So regardless... You are you are blinded and stunned. Blinded and stunned. Also, I just Gavin. checked, and because I was stunned, I auto failed dexterity saving throws anyway. So, so you are you you do not succeed. You are also blinded. Um, okay, 
It is Gavin's turn. You can uh, roll another intelligence save for me to try and fight off this done. Let me find any other d20 real quick. <laughs> very, very fair. Okay. Hey, that one is a natural 20. Ooh. All right. You feel your your muscles start to to loosen. You are still blinded, but you feel like you can you can move and you kind of regain a sense of what's going on. So Gavin shakes his head to clear it and then sort of gazes around. Is do I have the idea that there's anything I can do to like You can't see. I, I can't like wipe the spittle out of my eyes or anything like that. Um you kind of feel it's starting to go away, um, but you get the sense that the effect will last until the Gibbering Mouther's next turn. Cool. It, yeah, it's like a chemical thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's you feel it's starting to go away. You sense it'll be gone soon, um, but not. you can't do anything about it right now. Okay. Right before, since it acted right immediately before me, in the instant before it spat at me, would I have been able to see whether there was a 15-foot, like, cone-shaped area ahead of me that was full of enemies and clear of my friends. You were not able to see that. Also, this uh, okay. you save at the end of your turn, so you can't do anything this turn, and we're going to hop oh, to Sriracha. Okay, yeah. great. Sorry. No worries. But good, good information for next time. Um, it is Sriracha's turn. You have Kosh standing next to Zola on the far platform. You have one very bad looking mouther left. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to make ghost blades come out of me in a five foot radius Ooh. and I'm going to hit everything near me. Amazing. Um, including Gavin or are you going to skip him? I'm going to skip Gavin because I, <laughs> I don't want him to get hit. He's glorious. Thank you. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's part of the team. So I need to roll my 20. Okay. So you, at this point, unless you want to move, actually, I don't think there's a place, there's not a place you can stand where you could hit both enemies at once. So are you going for the, the mouther? I'm going for, uh, who's in the most danger right now? No, <laughs> Zola. Yeah. Zola is absolutely in the most All danger. Right, so I want to go for whatever's right at Zola. Okay. You're going to run past the mouther. I'm running past the mouther. Yeah, you will take an attack of opportunity if you want to get to the other side of it. Um, so it's going to try and bite at you as you run past it. Uh, and that is 14. Ow. What is your what is your armor class? My armor class is... Um, <clears throat> oh, 16. 16? Okay, it doesn't hit you. It tries to bite at you and it kind of slobbers on you for a second and you just run right past it. Um, Deuces. Okay. So then you're going to make ghost blades come out at uh, at the mind flare. Yeah. Amazing. Tell me what exactly you're doing. What am I doing exactly? Or what the what the spell is that you're doing? Yeah. Um, sword burst. Sword burst. Yeah. Incredible. You're incredible. Oh, even though uh, you're the mind flayer right now. I am the mind flayer right now. All right. Awesome. So Kosh is going to make a dexterity saving throw. That is a natural 20. Oh. Um, so they are going to succeed on that saving throw. On saving um, itself? Yeah, it's it uh, it successfully evades your uh your your burst of swords. What? Okay, 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 mind flare. It's on now. It's on. I got magic for you. Wait till my next turn. Punk. Right. Don't do anything. It is, <laughs> Six it is uh, Zola's turn. So you still have your cloud of daggers up. Um, okay, you are not able to move it, but you do still you still have it hanging out on the um, on the bridge, and you also have this big mind flayer standing next to you. Oh, so many things happening right now. Um, is it possible to speak to this creature? Yeah. What do you want to say to it? I want it to sacrifice its life for me. <laughs> Are you just, are you doing a, a charm effect or are you just asking? Am I what? Are you, are you using magic of any kind or are you just asking it? Oh, um. To kill itself. <laughs> I mean, the option where it doesn't really have a choice would be great. So a spell? I'm asking if you. A spell? I, th I don't know that you have a an ability that lets yeah. you just... Okay, so then we'll talk to it and figure out if I'm as charming with animals as I am with human beings. 
I'd rather it do itself. But anyway, I guess we could just attack. Um, it would be a very, very difficult persuasion role to yeah, yeah, yeah. get it to kill itself. I figure I because figured. you asked. But we'll move along. Move on. It's, it's going to be fine. worth a shot, though, I right? I figured I'd try, you know. Nope, you know. that's not true. Definitely no, not true. No not blood always. on my hands. No blood on my hands. I'm a performer, not a murderer. Well. Um, so I, I'm trying. So, okay. Um, you have your daggers and you have your cat claws that oh, you could yeah. use to attack that's it. That's right. Tabaxi. So can we just, like, hand-on-hand combat... Yeah, you want to slash at it with your with your claws? Super. Amazing. Go ahead and roll a 20 and add one to it. 21. Uh, you rolled a natural 20? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you roll you rolled a a critical a critical hit. Um because your strength is not very high, you do have a minus to your damage, but you are you're going to roll a d4 and double that number and then subtract one from it. D4 a 4. Ooh. So eight. When you roll a critical hit, you do extra damage because it was just, you you hit it so well that you yeah. So uh, four doubled is eight minus one for for strength is a seven. So you do seven damage, which is very very good for cat claws. You sink them in. You sink them into their rubbery rubbery skin, um, and they cry out. Oh, cry! Ah, yay! Yeah, that yes. Not in like a, they don't start crying. That'd be silly. <laughs> it is Chadrick's turn. All right, cool. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is uh, is uh, whack this uh, gibbering mouther. I'm going to just uh, take a big swing at it with my warhammer. Whack it. Yeah, that probably hits. Uh, 21. Yep. Okay. Uh, because I'm going to, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to do it two handed. So I'm taking, uh, so my shield goes down. It's not as, uh, I'm not as protected anymore, but let's see. I rolled a five plus my strength modifier. So eight points of bludgeoning damage. It looks so hurt. Oh, great. (laughs) Uh, And let's see. I don't know if I have any bonus actions. I don't think I do. I'm uh, that's it. That's all I'm going to do. It's all I can do right now. Okay. You do that. Uh, It is Kasha's turn. They're going to see if they get their cone back, and they sure do. Um, they're going to, to raise their, their fingers to their temples again uh, and, and put out another big wave of, of energy. I need everyone to make another intelligence saving throw. This time Gavin succeeds with a 17, I assume. Amazing. I'm assuming it's the same yes. DC. <laughs> yes, that is a success. Uh, and my intelligence should be modified by two. Yes. I got a 20. Amazing. I got four. Four to, oh yeah. no. Yeah. Oh geez. It's below 14 for sure. 10. 10. Okay. This time, this time the two bards are, are affected. You each take 17 points of psychic damage and you are stunned. Oh. <sighs> 17? Uh, they rolled very well. Okay. Um, so that is, that is, that is Hutching. where you're at. The gibbering mouther is going to bite at Chadrick, and it's going to roll with advantage. With advantage? Because you're stunned. Okay, minus that four. Minus the four. So that is a ten plus two minus one, eleven. Uh, eleven misses. Okay, so it does. It does not bite you, and it does not get its spittle back. That's good. So it continues to just kind of writhe on the on the bridge and, and menace you. Um, it is Gavin's turn. Gavin, you are no longer blind. So Gavin, Gavin, can you see me? I see you, Sriracha. I'm on my way <laughs> and come help us. So there's a gibbering mouth or left. How far am I from that thing? Uh, about 10, 10, 15 feet away from it. Great. So Gavin will rush up to the gibbering mouth and attempt to stab it with his rapier. Go for it. Oh, that's not good at all. That's a 12. That hits. Oh, <gasps> yes. Great. Yes. Then that's six points of piercing damage. This uh, this gibbering mouther was on its very last legs and you see it kind of 
wither and fall uh, into into the pit. Great. Um, so, so can I ask how far am I now from uh, Kosh? I would say with the rest of your movement, you could get in melee with Kosh. Awesome. I'm going to not quite get in melee, but I will take the rest of my movement to get like just out of melee. And then I am going to use my action surge Ooh. Uh, to rush up to Kosh and say, your doom is at hand, villain, but also cast poison spray on him, on them. Uh, so I need a Kosh to make a constitution saving throw, please. What is happening? This is a, t- a very exciting to listen to. I had so no cool. idea. That is Melee. a that is a three. <laughs> so many words. Three. Then Kosh takes seven points of poison damage as Gavin makes an arcane gesture and sends a puff of noxious gas at them. They they inhale it and they go oh, and clearly are unhappy and 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 in pain. Good, that's how um, I want them. Amazing. It is Sriracha's turn. Well, the first thing Sriracha says is, who farted? (laughs) 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 And then the next thing Sriracha wants to do is, um, I I want to use my green sword thing. Your green flame blade? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I want to finish off the mind flare. All right. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. So roll your 20 and add a plus five. 17 plus 5 is 22, right? Yes. Because that's what I got. Hell yeah. This Hell yeah. So right. roll. Green flames. Uh, roll two D6s. So what? Two. Roll two, D- two D6s. Okay. The six-sided die. Four plus 5 is nine. Ooh. And then that's another uh, five on top of that for your modifier. So that is 14. So the flames from my blade, they jump out from the blade and they do they form a like people that look like me but they're like green flamers you know what i mean like Ooh. green flames mm-hmm. and because i'm just a regular flamer anyways the green, <laughs> the, green <laughs> the green fire people jump out of my sword and they start like doing flips and they surround the mind flare and flip around and keep licking him with flames lick 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 with the flames Ooh. the green flames take it all flare take my flame flare they are taking the flame and they are not happy about it they seem to you see them kind of their eyes start to dart around in panic awesome it is zola's turn uh uh oh wow Zola is just in awe of this entire thing um so some more attacking then do you want to uh attack with your claws or your dagger Um, i'd like to go with my claws again it worked well the last time okay go ahead and roll a 20 super oh three three plus one is four that does does not hit you see Kosh is not even paying attention to you and just kind of swats your hand back out of the way. Uh, my, Very disrespectfully. My bad. Uh, you also, as a bard, um, you can uh, inspire other people with your bonus I action if you want to give them a D6. if that's like a now thing or after thing. It is a on your turn right now thing if you want to give another person in the party an inspiration. Whose turn is it next? It is Chadrick's turn Let's next. Let's go that way. Okay, awesome. How do you inspire him? You can yell like a word of encouragement or you can sing or whatever whatever you want. Um uh, uh can I use my body? Yeah. Great. Um I <laughs> have a wonderful dance that I put on for him. Um I start at the top all the way high up on my hind legs as though I am a human and I do this lovely <laughs> thing as this large creature. I use all of my ballet form and I just do lots of circles and winds and formations that open the air and soon all of a sudden you can just feel the power coming from me and it generates and then I shoot it into him. Incredible. Chadrick, you are inspired by this phenomenal show of of strength and womanhood and power. And you're like, you know what? I can't do anything. Um, and it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, really quickly. Can I uh, just, how hurt um, is everybody around? Is Zola, Zola, what are you at in hit points? I don't know. So you took 17 damage. 
and you have 19 hit points total. Oh. So you are unwell. I'm low. Yeah. Low. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, I think I can heal, but maybe I can do that on my next turn. If you survive, how is Cash? How is Kosh doing? <laughs> uh, they are. They are bloodied. They're bloodied. All right. I'm going to. Uh, oof. You see, Chadrick is also very bloody as well, um, looking pretty pretty beat up, um, and he uh, decides still just just gonna run. He's just gonna be like fuck it, and he just like runs up to the thing. To, to this mind flare and it's going to wail on him uh, with two handed with a two handed strike on the on the uh, warhammer. Uh, that is a 70. It's a 22 to hit. 22 hits. Great. Oh, God damn. Um, that is uh, another seven points, uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage. Hell yeah. Um, and in that moment, he is also going to expend a superiority die. And add Ooh. a d6 to that damage uh, with six additional damage. So add a six to that bludgeoning damage. Um, All right. And uh, this is a distracting strike. So um, the next attack against this uh, creature uh, has advantage. Awesome. So you see Kosh kind of look around. Uh, it is their turn. What they're going to do, you see them look around and they and they look uh nervous for the first time that you've really seen them kind of lose their lose their confidence and you see them they're kind of standing near the teleportation circle they're gonna use their movement to get in the teleportation circle and you see it start to light Do up you get around a them. opportunity for that um they were kind of already in the space oh, okay. they're just centering themselves yeah they're you're all still in in melee with them Great. um but yeah you and they don't disappear but you do see this teleportation circle start to light up um around them it is gavin's turn can i attempt to shove kosh like just body check them out of the circle is that an athletics check or something uh yeah you can do a shove attack um make a make an athletics check great and does that count as an attack for the purposes of chadrick's thing uh yeah it is a special melee attack awesome Ooh, then that is a total of a 21 on my athletics um, check to knock Kosh back out of their teleport- teleportation circle. Uh, they rolled a natural one on the first roll, so can't get any worse than that. You successfully shove them into the space out of the teleportation circle. Uh, and that is your action. Yep, that's all I want to do. <laughs> okay, awesome. You do that. It is Sriracha's turn. Is it? Would it be possible to go at the flare again with my, um, with my big green flamer blade? Yeah. Do you want to run to the other side and, and attack Hell him? yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to run to the other side and I'm going to attack him. So I need to roll. Yeah, go ahead I'm and roll. roll. Roll your attack plus, uh, plus five. It's a ten total. Ten total. That does not does not hit. Um, you kind of, you, you get there and, and you go, but they dodge out of the way. That's bullshit. Uh, and, are, and are able to avoid your attack. Gosh, I hate you. It is Zola's turn. Um, they are no longer right up next to you. I cannot use my five foot dagger thing because they are not. You could, you have enough movement to run up to attack them if you want. Um, yeah. Can we? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I roll. Okay. So go ahead and roll and attack, um, with your dagger. Uh, So terrible. (laughs) It's a one. Okay, that is that is not gonna nope. not gonna succeed. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. 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 <sighs> the change of environment for some reason, even though it's only five feet away, y'all are really having a hard time. Um, it is uh, Chadrick's turn. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm going. I'm going to step right into the teleportation circle where it was, and uh, which puts which should bring me right up to it, and I'm going to take another two handed swing. Hell yeah. Um, oh, man. God damn. Eight. Eight. Uh, not going not gonna to hit. Ugh. Um, um, yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's it. So you see on Kasha's turn, the teleportation circle is getting brighter and brighter, and you see they put their hand up to the cylinder um, in the space. 
uh, and you see a bunch of cracks appear in it. It starts to kind of rock um, dangerously from side to side. And then Kosh yells, later losers, and runs into the circle and disappears. With me? Not with you. You stay in the circle. You stay in the in the space of the circle and they disappear alone. No. The, hold Can on a second. Can anyone follow? Hold on a second. I just want to understand really quickly because I stood yeah. in the space. So did they push me out of the space to teleport? I was thinking they, they stepped in and as soon as they breached uh. the side of it, they disappeared because they've been charging it. Sure. That's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Are you can Okay. Do you want to do a contested athletics role? Absolutely. See if they push you out of the Are room? you kidding? Right. I totally do. Yeah. Let's do it. What's happening? We're seeing if we're seeing if the mind flayer can push me out of the teleportation circle to get it to get away. Uh 26. It's Kosh rolled a natural 20. Oh. But the total is not going to be higher than a 26, yeah, a so I need to 19. see if it automatically succeeds. Yeah. Um that's a really cool oh cut. This is where the rules get interesting. <laughs> this is where the rules get annoying. I feel like oh, I'm going to put 20 cents on the answer being no. No natural 20 for skill checks. They change it every edition. It's a fun little game they play. In 5th edition D&D, they're not automatic failures. Excesses. So, okay, they, yeah, you push them back, but they have overloaded... The core, the core is rocking back and forth in a, in a way that is unnerving. Yeah, that seems bad. <laughs> yeah, so it is Gavin's turn. Um, would it be an action of some type to see if I can figure out what Kosh did to this core and if there's any way to stabilize it? Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Investigation, okay. Uh, that is... Oh, not good at all. Uh, Gavin doesn't know anything about this. That's a five total. Nope, you're not sure. Uh, was that um, my action? You just know it's, that is, I'm going to say it is your action to kind of poke around and, and, and look Great. at it. Great, then I will um, run over, if I have the movement left, I will go stand next to Kosh to be threatening, but that's it. Okay. Um, point of order also, you do, Bart and the mouse are just kind of chilling over on the other side, not wanting necessarily to engage with this. Um, they are still there. Just to say out loud. Good to know. It is Sriracha's turn. Um, thank you for reminding us that uh, those two deadbeats are standing right there. <laughs> I was going to say that the mouse continues to be unhelpful. Yeah, I mean... Can, can, it's a mouse! The mouse the mouse is unhelpful. I mean, can, can we ask them if they know what to do? That they, is there a special thing? Can... Um, I want to ask Bart if if there's a way that I can get the mind flare on our side. You are not able to communicate with, you can ask, can I ask Nokazola to do it? She does not have the spell up anymore oh. as you, but I would say you look over and you see the mouse runs into the little glass box and is kind of looking at you panicked. Oh, shite. Okay. So the mouse is in the glass box panicked. Tell me again where the glass box is. It's behind. It's, it's So on the other side of the room, across the two bridges, yeah. there is uh, this kind of device. And then on one side is the glass box. On the other side is a gurney. Both are hooked up to the device. Oh, I see. Okay. So the gurney is hooked up to the device where the box is. And the mouse wants to come back to us. The mouse is Bart. So somebody has to get on the gurney and connect themselves to the box so that Bart can come back. Maybe we can get the mouse in Bart's body to do it. Ye so one of us isn't stuck in the body of a mouse. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so the mouse is in the box, and so now we have to get the, the Bart shell back on the gurney. So what I'm going to do is go over to, that Bar to Bart and pick him up and throw him in the gurney <laughs> okay go ahead and make a uh, strength check for a me strength check i mean he's yes. a gnome he's little i didn't say it was a hard strength check <laughs> okay uh 14 14 including your modifier no, my modifier is three so 17 all right yeah you pick him up and you toss him into the gurney yeah. um get in that gurney i will say that's your action your action to do that so you don't necessarily you aren't able to activate the device on your turn yeah. but i can um, get him on there and hold him down right 
Yes. <laughs> he is also being very like he he's not fighting against oh, you. Oh, okay. But then I don't need Yeah, to he is down. he is cooperating. Okay, cool. That's um, good. Hold him down anyway, just in case. <laughs> oh man. So it is Zola's turn. Okay. Um so how do I activate this thing? Uh, do you want to run over and and see? Yes, please. Okay. Um you you do that. Um so you, uh, as you're running past, you notice there are two buttons on the center cylinder as you pass it. Um, uh, okay. And then the device doesn't appear to have like a lever or a switch or anything. You just see these kind of two buttons. There is a green one and a blue one. Ah, um, I, I pressed the green one. Okay. You press the green <laughs> button. And you you see- didn't even hesitate. It was amazing. <laughs> You see the device activate um, and you see uh, this blue energy pulsing into the glass box and through the wires into into the gurney hooked up to to Bart. And you see after at the at the end of your turn, um, the mouse begins acting much more mouse like. And you see Bart um, get up off the gurney and say, oh, my goodness, thank you. Ah, 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 it worked. <laughs> you did it and he's kind of looking around and assessing the situation it is Chadrick's turn I'm staring down the face of this mind flare who looks all beat up I think just like pushed pushed like him it, them back from me from me right I hear that yeah. thing going on and I just sort of say I'm sure there's something clever I could be saying right now and I wail on it with my, <laughs> with my warhammer <laughs> All right, go for it. Uh, it is a 14. Uh, 14 does not hit. Oh, wait. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration from Hell Zola. Yeah. Uh, it's an 18. That hits. Nice. Okay. Uh, double-handed because here we are, and I'm friggin' going to die if I don't kill this thing. Uh, six points of bludgeoning damage. Awesome. Oh. On their turn, they're going to try again to push you out of the circle. Okay. Uh, contested? Yeah. 12? Natural 20. Oh, twice? Twice. There oh. is something not right about this. Why is the villain winning so much? Dice. Dice. It is the, it is the power of the dice. Oh. So, Kosh reeling from your attack shoves you out of the circle and gets into gets into it and disappears and the and the circle goes dim um the psionic core is still um kind of rocking back and forth and you all see bart kind of trying to get up to speed with what's going on and also his brain has just been returned to his body and he is trying to deal with that and he just yells what's happening Bart, whatever you've, whatever this machine is that you've created seems to be unstable can you help us make it stop being unstable somehow oh oh yeah and he runs uh he toddles across um and you see him start drawing uh sigils in the air um and you see him start to form kind of a big bubble around the um around the core um Uh. and eventually it stabilizes Uh. and he after he finishes he kind of sits down and he's like oh okay all right um that's fine what's going on you thank ha- you for doing that you, you have some serious explaining to do sir <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> um are you all okay no i think barely the, the, the question barely. is are you okay bart that's oh. the question are you okay well he is we helped him with it well, i'm talking oh, about his mind Nokozola. I uh, hold on and he gets up and he kind of he walks over to his shelves and he's kind of sorting among a bunch of jars and he brings out a few um, bottles of of red liquid and he passes them out is these are these are potions of healing uh, if you want yes Uh, thank you thank you Um, yes I'm just gonna put mine in my bag Okay. You put yours in your bag because I'm okay. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't need to be healed right now, and I don't trust you, Bart. Oh, all right. Uh, so I catch Bart up to speed, and I say basically like, so 
Tabitha, whatever, Taffeta is a mind flayer. Uh, you know that now. I did. Well, I knew. I knew. I knew that. I'll, Spit I'll it explain out. everything. Right, listen, because where is Taffeta going? Do like, do we have Taff? Like, how, how much time do we have? Find out in two weeks what Bart knows on Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percy Hornack, and Nick Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Of Mice and Monsters, our Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition adventure was written by Matthew Minichino, featuring Christopher Dierksen as Chadrick Bosley, Kevin R. Free as Sriracha, Renee Goddess as Nokuzola, Nicholas Orvis as Gavin the Glorious, and Percy Hornack as our Dungeon Master. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at dndramanerds. Check out cast bios on our website, dungeonsanddramanerds.com. And tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Dungeons and Drama Nerds.